Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Late last month, the federal government released their timeline for the phase out of new gas powered vehicles in Canada, sales of new gas powered vehicles in Canada uh, to be done by 2035. So it starts uh, two years, 2026. By then, auto manufacturers will have to ship a minimum of their inventory. 20% of the inventory that they ship that year will have to be electric vehicles. And then it ramps up from there. Okay. Uh, so by 2030, you're up to 60% of the inventory offered by auto manufacturers in Canada has to be either fully electric or uh, a plug-in hybrid model. Okay, uh, And then 2035, time's up. No more new gas-powered vehicles for sale in Canada. As far as I understand, though, I mean, if you got one, right, you bought one in 2032, you can still sell it. You can still drive it. It's not like they're suddenly banned. You just know new vehicles that are gas-powered can be sold at that time. Now, according to Stats Canada, in the third quarter of last year, we had 12% of the vehicles in Canada registered as electric. So, in the third quarter, like not of all vehicles out there, but the ones that were registered in the third quarter of last year, 12% of them were electric. So, we got a ways to go here. And there are a lot of people saying that these goals set by the government may address some of their you know, ambitious climate statements and goals and targets, but it's going to come at a cost to this country economically, and it could be a real boost for some countries that we may not want to give a boost to. So one of those raising the alarm is Flavio Volpe, the head of the Auto Parts Manufacturers Association. He joins us now. Flavio, nice to chat. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, to start, these targets, the big one especially, no new gas-powered vehicle sales in Canada by 2035. Do you think that's realistic? Is that even a possibility, do you think? It's not even close to possible, and no industry experts or analysts are suggesting that that's possible in any place but places like Norway, which doesn't have an auto sector uh, but has a 100% tariff on uh, gas-powered vehicles coming into that country. And the government likes to use, or the environment minister likes to use Norway. So look, they're at 80%. So yeah, they're charging everybody twice as much for a gas-powered vehicle uh, than uh, what the sale price would be. And they don't have a domestic industry to worry about. This government is doing something funny. Uh, we're, we're investing, and we've been very happy. They've been investing heavily in the production of vehicles here and negotiating uh, trade rules uh, like the, the the new NAFTA that, that point everybody to Canada. And then the environment minister says, hey, by the way, uh, we can't wait uh, for the industry to come around. Uh, you need to... Uh, you need to all sell only electric vehicles here. Yeah. By the way, where do they come from? China. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. First of all, though, yeah, let's talk about the domestic industry because I think you make a really good point. Like, uh, and I know you've made the assertion, and others have too, that it feels to you, people in this industry, that the government is singularly focused on this goal, and they're yeah. sort of neglecting the fact that wait a minute, there's a lot of Canadians that are involved in an industry, and and you're basically just saying, yeah, well, don't worry about, forget that. Who cares? We, we got to reach this goal. So you feel neglected, overlooked, and totally forgotten in all of this, right? 
Well, I think by the environment minister, whose attitude has been like, well, whatever, man. Uh, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a personal goal here, and and uh, has recruited a whole bunch of people that uh, they call industry experts. Just happen to be like fans of electric vehicles. You know, electric vehicle experience center people. Look, I love baseball, but the Jays don't call me at the deadline and say, what moves do we make? The people who make stuff, like. Your listeners will know about Project Arrow, the all-Canadian mm-hmm. uh, zero-emission prototype. Uh, we built it with 100% Canadian parts to demonstrate that all the Canadian suppliers in this country can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first It's the first uh, all-Canadian uh, uh, zero-emission vehicle in history. Uh, it, it, it's going around the world to show people, look, if you electrify, we can manufacture and sell you these parts. So... Nobody, nobody asked me whether we think we should, we could do this. I said, I, I, you know, I'm looking out my window in the city of Toronto at 35% of the people here who live in apartments and condos. Uh, how are they going to charge their electric vehicles? Are we going to invest uh, the money in the charging infrastructure? Or are we going to run, you know, extension cords from their balconies? These are real questions that people need to ask. And then, really, the number one selling car in this country is a Honda Civic. It is because it's a great car and it's at a good price that addresses where our disposable income is. Who is going to sell a $20,000, $25,000 Honda Civic equivalent electric vehicle to people who uh, are in the market only for $25,000, $30,000? The Chinese, we know. And uh, when we raised this issue with uh, the environment minister, you know, whatever, listens, shrugs. Uh, and a lot of the people around them, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people pop out of nowhere. People I've never heard of before come out as experts in automotive and say, well, if the Canadian companies uh, can't come around to it, then that's their problem. Well, there are no Canadian automakers, but there are Canadian suppliers, and and we employ hundreds of thousands of people. And, uh, you know, look, these people have, have crawled out of the woodwork, uh, out from under rocks. They'll disappear when we fail. But I'll still be here. Hopefully all the people who are working in this industry will have figured out how to work around the environment minister. Well, I mean, the government says, not only do they say you guys will adapt, but I mean, they say there's opportunity here. I mean, we're still building vehicles. We're still need auto parts. I mean, it's not engines. The engines are now electric, but I mean, we're still manufacturing these vehicles. They're sinking all kinds of money into this, Flavio. I mean, isn't there some opportunity for people in your industry too? There's a lot of opportunity, and I keep saying, if we get to 35 or 40 percent, which is where all the industry analysis says we're going to get, that's amazing. Especially if we're the suppliers to the world on it. It's when we go further and we say, you, the domestic market has to get to 100 uh, percent. It, it is not connected to how people buy cars in this country, at what price points they buy cars in this country, and then they say. Look, if you're a domestic auto, if you're making cars here and selling cars here, if you don't achieve the 20% target in 26 or uh, uh, 60% target in 2030, never mind 100% in 2035, every car you don't make it on, it's a $20,000 penalty, or uh, you can spend $20,000 on charging infrastructure as long as every car can use it. And to the importers who exceed, so the Chinese who exceed uh, the uh, the uh, the targets, we're going to give them a credit so they can sell them to you. So you know what we said is, so you're telling the companies who are here, who've been invested here for decades, spending billions of dollars a year, that you're going to find them hundreds of millions of dollars, or they can go and buy hundreds of millions of dollars from credits to the companies that don't care about us. Companies who are importing here. Well, why would I make cars here? Why don't I set up a Project Aero car company in Serbia 
and sell 50,000 of them here to Canadians every year and get my billion dollars in, in credits that I can sell to Toyota who employs people here. I would, it doesn't make any sense at all. And they need, to res, they need to rescind that portion and they need to listen to the people who employ people in this country before they blow this whole thing up. Flavio, as always, appreciate your time. Unfortunately, I am out of time, but we'll have this chat again soon. Thank you, sir. Any, anytime.